Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. show, I am going to present a session that I did with a patient recently who is reducing her myopia and astigmatism. And I'm giving her more advanced exercises today that include the eye, brain, body. And they're going to require her to be able to focus in a more expanded way. So I hope you enjoy this session. Take care. When I enrolled in vision therapy, so I was in your shoes, I had a similar prescription as you did. It was even stronger. And the doctor that I went to see um, made me commit for a year. Um, And he gave me some practices, some vision practices that I had to do every day And they were very much two things, whole body. So I had to use my whole body, engage my whole body with my vision. And the second part is that the exercises were all done with an eye patch. Okay. And his theory, his thesis, was that by using an eye patch, when the eyes were, when the eyes are so different, so mine were different too, like yours, the eye patch disrupts the normal functioning of how the, the, the eyes are different, and you kind of get flatlined when that happens. So the patch is a dis- pattern interrupter. The other thing is you're, you're doing the practice at the, you're doing the practice the same amount of time with each eye, even though you might think one eye is stronger, like the right eye or the left eye is weaker or whatever because you're basing it on clarity and blur. But each eye gets the same amount of time. And you're then on a journey when you do these practices, because they're not mechanical at all. They're very much mind-body oriented, and there's a mindfulness. So it's an open-ended practice where you're using the practice to deepen your self-awareness around your habits, patterns, conditioning, as it relates to the mental, emotional, energetic, and physical parts of your eyes. So it's going to be very uh, informative if you take that attitude. And so just to finish with me, I went down this, this track with him, and it took me about six months, and one day I woke up, and I started driving, and I could see the road signs. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember right before that, I had shared with him I was really frustrated because I wasn't reaching my goal of getting rid of the need for my glasses. That was the reason why 
I went to him. And he told me that with that attitude, I would never get there. And he, he said that the only way that I might have a chance would be to completely let go of the goal of getting rid of my glasses. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that. That was very hard for me because I was very goal-oriented. And most people that are nearsighted have that goal-oriented streak. Mm-hmm. And so it, was, it became a real practice, a real metaphor to be detached about the goal. Like I can have the goal and then let it go. Have the goal, let it go. You, I'm sure you're well aware of that that practice. So in this set of exercises that you're going to be doing, the clarity and the balance between the two eyes is something that's going to sneak up on you. It's going to surprise you one day when you least expect it. But in the in the meantime, while you're you're toiling away at the practices you're learning a lot about your balance, your movement, your posture, your emotions, um, and other things as well, so that it becomes an inquiry into, well, what am I feeding my eyes mentally? You know, what am I feeding my eyes emotionally? And, you know, I thought I knew that answer, but as I kept doing the practices, more and more got peeled away and I could really vulnerably see what I was doing to myself. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I, I want to preface these practices by saying they're very potent, they're very simple, and we'll rotate them so that I don't want you to be doing one practice for a long time. I'd like you to do it for two weeks and then put it aside and then start practice number two. Do that for two weeks, put it aside. And I'm gonna give you one practice to do each for each set of two weeks. So you can really and if you get done with it in ten minutes, so so be it. If it takes you fifteen or twenty, that's great too. So with that being said, the first exercise requires a few um props that you have to get. One prop is a chart with some letters that I will send you. I'm going to send you actually a few charts and these are called heart charts. H-A-R-T. The guy's name was Dr. Hart and he came up with these letter number combination letter number charts and they're pretty big size you know so uh, they may they may have like uh, 30 letters on them. Okay. So you're going to need that chart. You're going to need wall space where you can hang the chart at eye level. And you're going to need a two by four. Something that you're going to be walking on. And what you're going to do is you're going to need to get an eye patch. You're going to need to get a two by four. I'll send you the hard charts. And on your phone, there's an app that you can get that will give you a metronome. So I guess you kind of know where I'm going with this. You put the chart up at eye level. You cover your left eye. 
you get on the 2x4, you turn the metronome on, and the metronome, the metronome should be at a slow speed, like 40 beats per minute. And what you're attempting to do, starting where you can just see the letters, so you're not like squinting to the point of squint, you start walking forward on the 2x4, reading the chart, you take a step and you read a letter, one letter per beat of the metronome. And this is where you can, one day, with the right eye, you can read the columns up and down. And the left eye, you'd read the rows. The next day, you might switch it. You might read the rows with the right eye and the columns with the left eye. You might start from, on the row, right to left. Or with the column, you might start at the bottom and work your way up. And what you're going to observe initially, when you cover your left eye and you're asked to read one letter per beat per step, to the metronome going forwards and backwards on that two by four, you're gonna be challenged with your balance, mm -hmm. your focus, your attention. So the goal with the attention is to have your mind and your eye on the same letter at the same time. And doing all that with peripheral awareness. You know, strategies that people will do is they'll say, well, I'm looking ahead to the next letter because mm -hmm. I don't see all the letters or I'm straining or I'm losing my place or I'm going faster than the metronome or it's really blurry and it fluctuates or I'm not even hearing the metronome. We don't know what the right eye is going to do in its reading of the chart, but it's going to do something, and you're going to note that. And then when you do the left eye, well, because the left eye is blurrier to begin with, you're probably not going to be able to walk as far back. You know, you're going to be much more closer to the, to the chart as you move forward and backward. Same thing. Maybe this eye is the angry eye. Maybe this is the eye that's the judgmental eye. You know, I remember doing it, and my right eye at first was super angry. I hate this. It's boring. And my doctor would say, great, you're bored? Go deeper. Go deeper than the boredom. So... You're going to do this one every day. This is your spiritual practice where you're going to walk the plank, read the letter. I'm going to walk the, the plank. With the eye patch. Mm -hmm. And you are going to use that exercise as a big mirror. Mm -hmm. Which is going to show you how you react when you've got to do three things at once. When you don't have your glasses on and the chart is a little blurry. When you've got to track some auditory processing 
while your motor system and your visual system are in a, in a focusing task. So you can turn the chart upside down. So the letters can be upside down. That would be another way you could do it. So right to left, down to up, up to down. Vary it. And you're doing it two weeks. And, you know, I would consider a little daily report. Well, when I did my right eye today, this is what came up for me. When I did my left eye today, this is what came up for me. Mm -hmm. So this is the first two weeks. Yeah, okay, that's the first two weeks. Two weeks. And each day, I kind of um, shift it up whether I'm going right to left or down yeah. or up Correct. or right. right. Okay. Okay. After the two weeks, you're going to put it aside. You're going to come back to it. You're going to put it aside. And then you're going to start fresh again. Okay. All right. This next exercise is called Angels in the Snow. So, you're going to need an eye patch. You're going to need a metronome. The metronome's going to be at 40 beats a minute. You're patching your left eye, and you're lying on your back on the ground. When you patch the left eye, and you're lying on the ground, on your back, and your left eye is covered, the metronome is clicking, you're going to take your right arm along the ground and you're going to count and move that right arm and you can choose anywhere between four beats to eight beats. So four beats would be one, two, three, four. Eight beats would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So the pie is cut into smaller pieces. And so you're, the, the speed that you're moving the limb is lower the higher the number. So you do the right arm for whatever you choose. You can do any, just choose something randomly. Maybe you could be curious and the right arm could do four beats and the left arm could do six beats. So you're just doing one limb at a time. The right leg could be five beats. And you know, you don't have to move the leg out that far. It's not going to have the same mobility. So that means the pie is even smaller on the leg side. So day one is doing both eyes separately, but you're just moving one limb four beats to eight beats, you choose. And each day, you're adding a limb. So day two, now you're doing two limbs. Same, same beats. So day one, I'm doing arms, and then day two, I'm doing no. adding... No. You, day one, you're doing all the limbs, but one at a time. Okay. So you're doing right arm, left arm, right leg, left leg, but individually. Okay. On day one. Day two 
you're picking a pair. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. They, so the arms are coming together. Yeah, or you could do the arm and the leg. You know, the, like a, a nice one is the right arm and the left leg. That's very integrating. But you could also do the right arm and the right leg. So you want to do two limbs at the same time. Same timing, two limbs. All right. Day three, you add a, a third limb. Day four, you add a fourth limb. Okay. Using the patch, so you're doing each eye. And then after that, this is where it gets interesting. You're going to pick two limbs. And they have to move at different numbers. So let's say the right arm is moving at four beats while the left arm is moving at eight beats. Mm. And for a, pe a person who's myopic, this sometimes challenges their focus because now they have to keep track of two things. And the strategy here is to say the directions, all right, I'm moving my right arm four beats, my left arm eight beats, and then let it go and just do it. And see if you can do it without trying to think about it, control it, force it, <clears throat> or will it, or will it. <clears throat> It's it's a it's a letting go uh, process. I can already feel my body going. No, you have to think about it. Yes. Yeah. And and so, what this is doing is this is precisely the Achilles heel that you've got mm -hmm. around <clears throat> thinking about it. Mm -hmm. That's your myopia. Oh, I'll think my way to the answer. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you a secret. When I did this exercise and I was able to let go of thinking my way to the answer, my eyesight cleared up. Mm. Because I stopped trying to mentally control it. Right. Or juggle it. It was a very global, macro kind of focus. Very inclusive. I didn't care if I got it wrong. It was like curious. Wow. See, I can already feel my body go, well, I'd have to get it right. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm a dancer and you get it right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, all. Yeah, get it right. You're going to get yelled at. Remember, I said that these exercises are going to challenge the mental makeup of what is feeding your eyeballs. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if, if, let's say you had a child and your whole operation was, well, did you get it right? Are you getting it right? Did you get it right? After a while, how would that child adapt? Well, I mean, that's what I grew up with. So, so part of this is releasing the internalized energy that your eyes have been carrying. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose of this whole 
program. Okay. All right. So guess what? You're doing this two weeks. Within that two weeks, I want you to play with two limbs different speeds, three limbs different speeds, and even four limbs different speeds. And the key phrase is letting go. Stating it and letting it go. You know, it would be kind of like this. This is what it would be like. Let's say before COVID, you decided, I don't want to travel anymore. I just want to do virtual classes. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't even see it. Boom, COVID hits. We didn't see this. It's that kind of grace. Mm -hmm. It's putting it out there energetically and then the universe is going to mold itself into your, your intention. Mm -hmm. I want to see 2020 without my glasses. I want my right eye and left eye to be balanced. I don't know how I'm going to get there. But that's, that's the direction I'm going. So you're kind of reprogramming yourself to go, I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility of being able to manage four different speeds with my body and let go in the process. So it just happens. This is about letting it happen. Let it happen. So after two weeks, you're going to put that one aside. Okay. All right. Now you're, you're at the, the third two-week program. You're going to continue to have the chart, the eye patch, and the metronome. Metronome at 40. But while you're out shopping for the two-by-four, you're going to get yourself a kickball or a soft, bouncy ball the size of a volleyball or basketball. It's something squishy and something you can easily bounce and catch. Go to a sports store. All right. This one is also the eye patch. Metronome at 40. You're going to bounce and catch the ball, and the ball is going to strike the ground simultaneously when you hear the metronome. Click, 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 click. Every time you hear that click, the ball is striking the ground. And I want you to catch it with both hands. I want you to catch it just with the right hand. I want you to just catch it with your left hand. And then you're going to throw the ball down on the right and catch it with the left. Throw the ball down on the left. Catch it with the right. It's not a dribble because a dribble is going to be too fast. 40 beats is click, 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 click. How well can you coordinate your auditory processing with your motor? Mm -hmm. 
All right, the second part of this is using the chart, putting it up on the wall, and reading the chart while you're bouncing and catching the ball. So you get close enough to the chart, no glasses, get close enough to the chart that you can read the chart, and you're using your peripheral vision to keep track of the ball and your center vision to read the chart. So let's say with the right eye, left eye patched, let's say you decide you want to read the columns. Let's say with the um, other eye, you're going to read the rows. This is called the meditation walk. Okay. And what it is, is that you're going to pat your left eye. And you're going to be saying the following phrase. Right arm up, and you're going to move your right arm up. Right leg up, you're going to raise your right leg off the ground. So you're balancing now on the left foot. Right arm down, put the arm down, right leg down. Left arm up, left leg up, left arm down, left leg down. Now I forgot to say, when you put the leg down, the foot should be slightly forward of where it was to start with. So when you put your right foot down and it's slightly ahead, and then when you put your left foot down, that should be ahead of your right foot, you're doing a slow walk. Okay. Right arm up, right leg up, right arm down, right leg down. Left arm up, left leg up, left arm down, left leg down. However, you're adding the metronome here. And of those three words, you're going to either do three words per beat or one word per beat. So here, I'm going to demonstrate it. On the, here's the metronome at 40 beats. Right arm up. Right leg up. Right arm down. Right leg down. So that's three that's uh, one word per beat. So that's one way I'd like you to do it. And you're moving your arm, coordinating that. So it's a slow movement. The other way you're gonna do it is three words per one beat. Right arm up, right leg up, right arm down, right leg down. Left arm up, left leg up, left arm down, left leg down. Right arm up, right leg up, right arm down, right leg down. Left arm up, Left leg up, left leg, left, left arm down, left leg down. So you get to choose if you want to do three words per beat or one word per beat. You're going to be going forwards. Hold on, I'm going to close that off. 
or one word per beat. <clears throat> and you're now, you take, I would do four steps, right leg, left leg, right leg, left leg. Then you're going to repeat it going backwards. Oh my God. So now you're going to do a different sequence. Left leg up, right arm up, left leg down, right arm down, right leg up, left arm up, right leg down, left arm down. You're putting the foot slightly behind the other foot as you do it, and you're walking four steps backwards. Okay, take the patch off, put it over the other eye, one word per beat, or three words per beat, going forward, and you can do another sequence. Let's do this one. Right leg up, right arm up, right leg down, right arm down. So I'm doing same side now. Left leg up, left arm up, left leg down, left arm down. So you're going to flub up. You're going you're gonna to raise your arm and you might say your leg. You might raise your right and say your left. So you need to become aware of listening to yourself as you do it. The one word per beat is a lot slower than the three words per beat. Right. But this one is going to challenge your visual, auditory, motor, vestibular processing. In all of this, there's so many things going on. So many things going on, which is perfect for your, for your myopia because it's going to overwhelm that habit that you developed in crisis management. Yep. And that's over. Crisis management is over. Right, because I get really overwhelmed when there's too many things going on right. at once. And you're going to learn a macro, a macro way of processing. Let it happen. Let it go. Flow. I'm not going to problem solve it just by thinking it. All of those things are feeding into the internalized energy that's your myopia. Mm -hmm. Myopia is nothing more than internalized stress. You're inwardizing something that you couldn't manage, so you, you compartmentalized it. Mm -hmm. You put it in a compartment visually and you micromanage. And these four exercises blow up your habit of micromanaging. You mm -hmm. can't do it. It's not going to work. It's going to confront your pattern around the micromanagement. It's over.
But the good news is, if you really work this, you may start getting flashes of clarity where you feel empowered that you can actually drive without your glasses. Mm -hmm. That your stress level in your eyes is going to reduce so much that it's going to be a distant memory. So when somebody tries to micromanage, um, a lot of times that micromanagement begins to affect the anatomy of the macula. Because you're trying to do the whole vision through your maculas. Thus, macular pucker, macular degeneration, macular hole. And then when you wear progressive lenses on top of that, you know, it's, it's the guy that's drinking three cups of coffee a day and caffeinating himself. And then, you know, he's got the cortisol and the stress and all that stuff. So, once you're done with this one, you go back to the first one and you do it again. You, lay, you layer it. And you go, hmm. Every time you layer it, you get to go deeper in the experience. It becomes less mechanical and more experiential. Mm -hmm. So I'm having you layer it three, three, four times. I mean, I'd like you to do at least two cycles of this, maybe three cycles of it. And if you get bored, that's the signal for you to try to discover something new about it, mm -hmm. about yourself. So mm -hmm. the boredom is the signal, oh, I need to develop something, some other discovery. I would say the overall goal would be effortlessness, grace. Letting it happen. Flow state. Let it come to you. And if you start practicing those things, then not only is that going to happen in your vision, but it's going to happen in your life. Because remember, you know, vision is a lot about projection. We, we project on the world our perceptions and how we see it. Mm -hmm. And if you start changing how you're projecting or what you're projecting, then you're going to open yourself up to more possibilities. And you may even get to a point where there's such a freshness in your eyes that things are going to come to you way beyond what you're even aspiring to do. And you'll know that you've gotten there when you start really doing things that make you feel alive. Right. Okay. When you hit that aliveness, you're there. And all the things that don't make you alive are going to fall away. 
oh, you know, I don't want to travel anymore. Or I don't want to work with this person or, you know. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.